Welcome to the Lightseekers Lounge. I'm Annie Love and this is episode 96. Imagine, if you will, sitting in your car on your way to an important appointment. The appointment is due to start in 20 minutes and you know that it's actually going to take you about 20 minutes to get there. You seem to be getting every red light along the way and now the traffic is at a standstill. How does that feel in your body? I'm not sure about you, but I do not like being late. I can feel the anxiety rise in the pit of my stomach. I'm feeling a bit flustered and a bit sweaty. Today, I just want to share a short little episode on a perspective shift I've been finding helpful lately when it comes to thinking about problems. Let's dive in. Hello fellow seeker of light and welcome to the Light Seekers Lounge. I'm Annie Love and I'm a certified coach for incredible humans who want to build wholehearted businesses. I help them master their mindset, create simple strategies and take meaningful action towards their goals in a soul nourishing way that honours their business, their family and most importantly themselves. I'm also a wife and a mum to three gorgeous boys. Our parenting journey has been well, a bit of a roller coaster. And while our family has navigated some pretty tumultuous times, I've learned just how important it is to keep seeking the light and the joy. Even in the midst of darkness, I believe that we can find light on the other side, even if the landscape is different to how we expected it to look. Here in the Light Seekers Lounge, we're going to share stories and conversations about how we create our best life, even when things feel hard. Thank you for being a light seeker with me. I am so glad you're here. Now, let's get on with the show. A couple of years ago, as I was driving to an appointment, running late and feeling flustered, I suddenly had an epiphany that the anxious feeling I was experiencing wasn't helping me to get to my destination any faster. In fact, it got me there in exactly the same amount of time, but feeling much more flustered and sweaty. So instead of feeling frustrated waiting at the traffic lights, I took the opportunity to take a few deep breaths. I asked Siri to play me a favourite song along the way and had a good sing, which always lifts my spirits and make things feel faster. (laughs) Most of the time I arrived at my destination on time and feeling pretty good. And if I was a bit late, it usually wasn't a big deal. Maybe next time I could try to leave a bit earlier. And I can tell you that this has made days when I'm feeling like I'm running late so much more pleasant. Side note, I remember hearing this phrase once that we are the traffic, which is so true. When we're sitting in our cars at peak hour, we're all contributing to the frustrating traffic I remember sharing that with my husband one day and somehow he didn't find it as helpful as I did. Now, breathing through traffic probably feels like a pretty trivial example, but I wonder if you can think of other situations in your life that might be similar, where you can change the outcome depending on how you choose to experience it. Lately, I've been reading a book called The Untethered Soul by Michael A. Singer. Concurrently, I've been listening to a private podcast series by James Wedmore called The Sorcerer CEO. 
and I'll link both of these in the show notes. In different ways, they both shared the concept that a problem is only considered a problem and causes angst because of our resistance to it. So to say that in a slightly different way, an event is just an event, but it's about the meaning that we give it or the resistance that we feel towards that event that turns it into an issue or a problem. Now, this concept isn't unfamiliar to me, but I really feel like it's landed in a new way for me lately. So just to give you an example, you know, we could stand on the bathroom scales in the morning and a number pops up on the screen. Now, that number is just a number, a cold, hard fact. But if it's not the number that perhaps we wanted to see, we might start feeling some resistance to it and making up all kinds of stories about what that number means to us. And that's usually when our inner mean person gets a little bit mean. Perhaps we've been sick recently and that number means we're still not as healthy as we wanted to be. Perhaps we're making it mean that we won't fit into the dress we wanted to wear to the gala dinner next week and therefore I'm going to go and need to go shopping and find something else. Now, lately when I've found myself feeling like a problem is arising, I've started asking myself a few questions like, where's the resistance here? What am I making this mean? What am I actually worried about beyond the surface level? Is it a genuine fear or is it more about what other people might think? Can I change anything about this situation? A lot of the time the resistance comes up when we're projecting way into the future about all sorts of potential scenarios that could arise and they make us feel worried and fearful. Sometimes it can even be helpful to think about the worst case scenario and then think about whether it's even likely that that would happen. So let me walk you through a real life example of this concept in action in our household lately. A few weeks ago, just before the school holiday started, my beloved 15 year old shared that he wanted to get his ears pierced. Teenagers, right? This... This one, God love him, has been stretching our boundaries since 2008 when he was born. Now, I probably wasn't a big fan of that idea of him getting his ears pierced. Ben, his dad, immediately said no. And this could have potentially become a source of conflict or a problem in our home. So I just did a bit of reflection and had to think about why I was resistant to the idea. So one was that I probably have preconceived ideas about the type of young man who has his ears pierced. Number two, I had concerns about what that meant for him going back to school, especially to a private boys' school after the holidays, and also what it meant for him playing sport next term. Did I worry about what people think? Um, Maybe. Uh, It's not something I usually really factor in but perhaps somewhere in the back of my mind and number four could I change anything about this situation well I figured that at the end of the day that us resisting it and laying down the law about a situation that we weren't actually that worried about would probably cause more conflict than was necessary and do more harm than good when I thought it through I realized that getting his ears pierced wasn't a permanent situation. I mean, 
He could keep them pierced forever, maybe, but if he decides he doesn't like them in six weeks or six months, he could take them out and it's not a big deal. In terms of schooling, he knew he wanted to get his ears pierced with what they call clears, which is basically teeny tiny earrings made of clear plastic rather than metal studs or hoops. So they're barely noticeable, which hopefully will allow him to fly under the radar at school. I also realized that this was his way of expressing himself, of experimenting and having a bit of fun. And it was probably one of the better ways he could do that. So while we weren't exactly encouraging him to go for it, we also didn't say no. We allowed him to make up his own mind, but also asked him to consider a few different scenarios or potential concerns in the process of making his decision. And just quietly, I was actually really grateful that he talked it through with us before going ahead with the piercing and didn't just land on the doorstep after it had been done and uh, we had to scramble to respond. He did indeed go ahead with the piercing over the holidays. Actually, funny story, I did tell him that I wasn't prepared to pay for his ear piercing, that he needed to go and earn some money in order to pay for it. Conveniently, though, it was his birthday around the same time, and Grandma gave him some birthday money. So we did all have a very good laugh that Grandma ended up inadvertently paying for Sam to get his ears pierced. Even grandma thought that was pretty funny. The concept of looking at our resistance to potential problems reminds me of the serenity prayer. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change what I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. I'm a big believer that we receive messages when we need them, so if this little gem has landed for you at the right time, I am so glad. If it has, I would love you to send me a DM on Instagram at annielove.coach or come and join us in the Lightseekers Lounge Facebook group and come and tell me whether this resonated for you today. And if you feel like you need more support around working through resistance in your life, I am here for that too. And I would absolutely love to work with you. Send me a DM on Instagram or book in a free chat from the menu on my website or in the show notes. Have the most beautiful week and I hope you are able to let go of any resistance that you're feeling at the moment and those problems fade away. Big love. Hey, thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Light Seekers Lounge podcast. I am so grateful to have you here. If you loved the show, it would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. I would love to continue the conversation with you, so come on over and join the Light Seekers Lounge Facebook group or come say hi to me on Instagram at annielove.coach. Talk to you soon.